Using my body like an altar boy lately. My cholesterol's rising like Jesus. I'm gaining weight like I'm on birth control. And I'm gobbling food like Augustus Galoop. I can't stop. But I got an eggplant, fresh mozzarella, super side, so much salt, my ankles are gonna be swelling up like a diabetic. Oh my god. Look how fucking gorgeous this bread is. When it's got the flour, the little the little farina. Man, look at me now. What do you wanna do? And I'm getting absolutely classless right now. I'll play it set up with a DC. Fuck. My hands are more oily than your sister giving massages. Oh my god. Haven't done one of these in a minute. We're gonna do a simple 11 out of 5 marons. Take care. Brush your hair. <laughs> Shouts to my dude, give him fucking five marons, you know what I mean? I don't know dude's name, but his, uh, I've seen this dude all over the fucking internet, this fucking super Italian guy, most of his content is Italian-based, uh, I guess he's just like your typical Italian from Staten Island, but his, his profile or at name is Meals by Sug, or Cug, I don't know, Meals underscore by B-Y underscore C-U-G. So, shouts out to Cug, Sug. I mean, I believe he started his whole, like, you know, uh, I I don't know if we want to call influencing a career yet, but you know what I mean. Like, started his online persona, kind of his digital presence. I believe he was mainly doing videos like the one I just played, where he's giving, you know, very colorful very descriptive and exaggerated food reviews mainly on italian foods and then i believe that kind of just bubbled into this bigger personality i mean he's all over he's all over twitter tiktok everything now and he's not just doing food shit he'll just be walking around the streets kind of interviewing people doing like mobile live pods more or less but yeah he's a funny dude man (laughs) i fuck with him i don't ah Keep eating your fucking fresh mutts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just funny to me because I do have Italian family up north in New York and New Jersey and his impersonations. I mean, I'm sure he's somewhat being himself, you know what I mean? Has his his own personality and accent kind of within his quote-unquote character that he plays on the internet. But he, I've <laughs> his shit is spot on, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Six out of five my owns, you know what I mean? Fuck out of But yeah, man, welcome back. Episode 80 of the K-Podcast, man. I appreciate you guys being here like always. You know, we're back in the mix. We actually had another episode planned for 80, but we keep having these goddamn technical difficulties. One of the many reasons I did not study fucking IT or computer science. I should have. I'd probably be able to figure this shit out get paid a lot more. But we fucking out here, man. Fuck out here. Yeah, man. Episode 80 of the K Podcast. Make sure you hit the motherfucking email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure that you follow the show on all socials. The Real K Podcast on everything, man. But without further ado, we'll get into the show today, man. Episode 80 in this bitch. Um, what news been going on with your boy? It's actually just my birthday. I think I've told you guys before. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I don't care about my birthday, but I'm just not like a big, you know, birthday person where everything's about me and, you know, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, it was my birthday this past weekend. So my lady <laughs> fucking took care of your boy. I don't get pampered very often, so when I do, it's it's almost like foreign to me. It's like I'm being probed by aliens or something. <laughs> nah, but much love to my lady, Big Turk. I mean, we went out to like a, it's supposed to be one of these sipping paint kind of things. I guess they do painting with a twist too, where you can like smoke joints and stuff. But we actually went to one, I guess the, the cannabis paint thing is only a couple nights a month. And we happened to miss that one. Neither of us are huge drinkers, so we just kind of sipped some water and did our paint. You know what I mean? Didn't need any beano. But we did that on Friday night. Got some good dinner. You know what I mean? Kind of hung out, did our thing. Um, I knew she had shit planned for Saturday. So we didn't want to go too crazy. Uh, we got up Saturday. This is all... Or actually, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. I was going to say, this is post-hurricane, mind you, but we'll we'll get into that. Saturday, she had booked a couple's spa day. You know what I mean? We've done couple's massages before, but she got me my first facial, which was kind of bittersweet. Obviously, you need it. She cleaned, you know, the, the cosmetologist or the lady. I don't fucking know what her title is. Shouts to her. <laughs> but she, you know, cleaned my face. I guess I didn't really know what was included with a facial i kind of thought it was just the little cucumbers on the eyes they put the mask on your face and it exfoliates and all that good shit what the fuck is this but i was wrong that shit, shit fucking hurt <laughs> the massage was super nice and relaxing as it always is and most of the facial was fine relaxing but they do this shit i guess what did she call it you're essentially like scraping the blackheads out of your nose um, extraction, maybe? Something like that. It was like a almost like a scientific word. It sounded like a fucking geologist used that shit, or archaeologist or something, but either way, she's scraping the shit out of my nose, doing the extraction, and your nose is sensitive. It's right by your eyes, you know what I mean? So, like, literally my eyes just started fucking tearing up, and there were just tears rolling down my cheeks. Like, I wasn't crying, per se, to where, like, I'm... I guess I don't know what is technically the difference between your... Your eyes tearing up so much that it's that it's dribbling down your face and actually crying. You know? Like, I wasn't weeping. I wasn't making any noises or my face scrunched up. But my nose was just so sensitive with what she was doing. Just kept scraping and scraping. It felt like I was getting my nose tattooed, honestly, is what I told fucking Ashley afterwards. <laughs> like, yo, are you sure there's not a tattoo on my face right now? Um, Which, and obviously, I have tattoos, but I don't know, man. Something just... About being on your face is just so much more sensitive. That shit had me tearing up like a fucking baby. You know what I mean? I'm sure she trooped right through it, but we did that. Got beautified out here. You know what I mean? That was nice and relaxing. Just had a nice little relaxing day. And then at night, me and all the homies went out to Texas Day Brazil for a nice little dinner. You know what I'm saying? A little mob style dinner. You know what I mean? Always good to get that fucking good ass. Them good eats in your belly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, went to Texas Day Brazil. And then after that, learned that a couple of the homies had a show. I think I've talked about Audible Parts on here. Shouts to the homies. Shakes, Fabian, Mike, Preston, you know what I'm saying? Kind of punk rock slash indie rock music. They had a show over off Mills. So I figured, you know what I mean, go catch a free show, support the homies. Just kind of vibe out. ID had trekked down from Jacksonville. I know you guys know ID, K-Podcast alumni. So he was in town. So we just kind of kicked it at the bar with the homies, watched some music. I mean, just vibed out. And then he headed back. I went home. Sunday, we didn't do too much. Uh, just hung out with my lady. She fucking literally, I'm not even going to say she showered me with gifts. She fucking torrential downpour on me with gifts but in the best way possible you know what i mean i'm always i'm not gonna say i'm anxious about getting gifts sometimes but i'm one of the worst people to ask what oh what do you want like your birthday oh christmas coming up what do you want you know i'm one of those people that you can't ask that too because if i really want something i'm just gonna buy it and 
if there's anything I haven't bought yet, it's probably because it's too expensive. So I'm definitely not going to tell you to buy me that shit. If I'm not going to buy it for myself, I don't expect you to buy it for me. So I know I was a, a struggle with that, and I apologize to her about that. She asked me a million times, and I never had a good answer. But when I tell you she fucking knocked it out of the park, man, she fucking killed it. I didn't give her one solid answer, and I think every gift that she got me was beyond what I would expect. You know what I mean? She got me three pairs of fucking shoes because all my shoes are old and ratty, and I just don't give a fuck about that stuff, or at least, like, it's not top on my priority list of shit to get for myself, right? So when she got it for me, it was definitely super helpful, super thoughtful, and they're all dope shoes. She got your boy a motherfucking air fryer that I've been hesitating or postponing getting for probably two years now, for whatever fucking reason. And great timing because my oven seems like it's about to shit out. She got me a brand new air fryer. But again, I mean, she went above and beyond and did way more and got way more and than I ever could ask for and hit it right on the fucking hedge. So... Shouts to Big Turt, you know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. That's my lady. Man, come on, man. Shit. That was pretty much it for the birthday weekend. Um, before we get into new music, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the Hurricane Ian update since I'm sure you guys have heard plenty about it now. It's over now. It's fucking the following week. We're in the first week of October right now. And the hurricane was basically, what, the 28th through the 30th of September, more or less. It made landfall in Florida on either Tuesday or Wednesday in southwest Florida near Naples and Fort Myers. I know they got really fucked up down there, or at least a lot of areas did. Luckily, knock on wood, my homies down there are fine. Shouts to the Buzzy Bros. Shouts to Kev Speaks Truth. K-Podcast alumni. But yeah, I know Naples, that whole southwest quarter of Florida got fucked up pretty bad. And then the hurricane traversed over the state, going right over central Florida. So Orlando was well within the path, you know what I mean? We got hit pretty good, knock on wood, or, you know, thankfully, I'm fine. Most of all my friends are fine. One of my friends' house is a complete loss. You know, I don't want to put him on blast, but definitely shouts, loves to him. I hit him up today. But you, you never know, man. This Mother Nature, the wrath of Mother Nature is not to be fucked with. And I say that with a grain of salt only because here in Florida, we kind of treat hurricanes like a joke. And I'm included in that group. You know, I'm not fucking saying I'm better than anybody or exempting myself from that because I'm definitely one of those people. The news and everyone was saying Category 4 hurricane is basically dead bolting for Central Florida, Orlando, downtown Orlando. Like where I live, the blue dot on the map was literally dead center of the proposed trajectory or like the alleged trajectory that the storm was going to take right dead center so we knew we were getting hit regardless but it is interesting i don't know if it's because we've been so much or there's so many false threats every year with tropical storms and just other shit that kind of fizzles out obviously there have been very bad ones in the past i know there's been other states that have been hit with bad hurricanes louisiana texas but um it's always interesting, man, especially because we live here in the center part of the state. I don't know if that helps. I mean, I'm sure it does. It seems like the storm was full force, Category 4, but as soon as it hit land down in southwest Florida, it kind of decreased down to a 2 and then a 1 by the time it got to us. So you got to count your blessings, man. Be thankful for what you got and, you know, lend a helping hand when you can, you know what I mean? A lot of people around here are fucked up. Lake Eola, just downtown, completely flooded over to the point where the water was on. Robinson was on the street. I've seen plenty of houses with watermarks halfway up their door. One of my coworkers' houses got completely flooded. Um, people's cars getting fucked up, you know what I mean? But again, you know, check on your loved ones, man. Be safe out there. Be smart. And just fucking, you know... Don't listen to me, that's for sure. Because if you would have hit me up asking for hurricane advice or whatever, bro, I would have. I didn't do jack shit, really. I got some water. I have batteries in my flashlight. I fucking got weed. 
and I'm chilling. I know I got my studio, so I'm sitting in here doing my shit. I made like three, four beats during the hurricane. God forbid if the power goes out, I'm fucked. But luckily it didn't. I live downtown. They're pretty good about the utilities not going out, water and power both. So Rook and I were pretty much kicking it here for a couple days, man, watching the storm go by, making music, um, just kicking it. And again, I'm not trying to rub that in anyone's face. I'm just super grateful and thankful that that was my situation because once I started tapping in with my friends and coworkers and other people living in this Central Florida area, I was realizing that I was one of the fortunate ones. A lot of people got really, really, really messed up, man. So much love, prayers, positivity to everybody affected. Hurricane season is not quite over yet. So, you know, so make sure we're being safe and smart out there, man. Damn right. But yeah, Hurricane Ian has passed us now. We don't got to worry about that fuck stick anymore. You know what I'm saying? But also literally like I think a week or two before was, I don't even think it was a hurricane. It was Tropical Storm Fiona, but it devastated Puerto Rico. They were out of power for like a week. You know what I mean? Crazy flooding. All sorts of infrastructure getting fucked up. And I know, I think the east side of DR got pummeled pretty bad too. So much love to everybody down there and PR and DR. You know what I mean? Um, It's also just crazy. Or it's not crazy, but I guess it's kind of ironic. I don't know if I mentioned that. uh, We've been watching Shameless lately. And two of the main characters are Fiona and Ian. So it was kind of weird that both of these pretty gnarly storms, one after the other, were two main characters from the show. I mean, that's not really significant if you don't watch that show, but hey, man. Fuck out But on a serious note, much love, prayers, and positivity again to mi gente in La República Dominicana y Puerto Rico, man. Definitely stay safe. Uh, I saw Biden was sending some money, but I mean, you know, money's not going to fucking, money only goes so far, you know what I mean? Being through a traumatic event like that, especially, I know they were still kind of recovering from that gnarly storm, PR, uh, PR was still kind of recovering from that gnarly storm that had hit them like two years ago, I don't remember what the storm's name was, but yeah, man. You never fucking know, man. So without further ado, we're going to get into motherfucking music, man. She, she, she. First things first, you know I got to do it. And I know I've told you, I'm not normally a fan of playing my joints on here, but your boy had to drop a new single on my birthday, October 1st. And I'm going to play it just because this is one of my favorite songs I've ever made. It's definitely different sonically than what I normally do. A lot of my hip-hop music is pretty chill for the most part. You know what I mean? Kind of skate, backpack influence. I hate those terms, but if you know hip-hop, you know what I mean. So this one has a much heavier beat. The content is just kind of different than what I normally do. And this was the song, I know I've talked about it on here, at the Live from the Underground show back in April that had the whole fucking building going crazy about to come down in this bitch and you about to hear why man so this is yours truly tidal wave by k-pod you Yeah. 
fuck out of here. the second verse, you got to go look that shit up, man. K-P-O-D, tidal wave in this bitch, you weep. But yeah, man, I love that song. It's a fun song to do, a fun song to listen to. You know what I'm saying? It's a little darker, quote unquote, but I fucks with it, man. If you don't fuck with it, fuck you, man. What the fuck is this piece <laughs> of shit? Nah, I'm playing, man. Also, one of my favorite MCs in the game. Definitely pump fake the kid. I thought he was dropping an album, but he snuck out another single on us. But either way, man, I always support Solo. Super talented. I know I played his shit on here before. I just I need him to drop the album, man. So if you're listening, man, I'm gonna keep fucking jamming your singles no matter what and your old albums. But we need some new shit, man. Now we need some new shit. Let me take that back. We need a new album. I need a new album. I, me, singularly. <laughs> I'm sure other people feel the same way. And I've listened to the single a couple times. I fuck with it. I need a new album, man. Need it. I'm sure you got shit in the works, man. You just keep it on the DL, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, this is Absol with Moonshooter. California. I feel like we may have talked about this band when I first discovered them, but I can't quite remember. But they just dropped an album. The band is called Warish, W-A-R-I-S-H. And the lead singer, frontman, slash guitarist is actually Riley Hawk, the son of professional skateboarder Tony Hawk. And Riley is actually a professional skateboarder himself, rides for Baker. I feel like we have talked about this. I can't fucking remember, man. So if I'm repeating myself, you know what I mean? Fuck it, man. Fuck out it. But Warish just dropped a new album called Next to Pay, which is the title track, the first song off the album. But I'm going to go ahead and play one of their other singles called Seeing Red. You heard? <laughs>
little warish. I think it's funny because I feel like that music sounds like it would be in the original Tony Hawk game. Um, kind of. I think they call that like ghoulish rock. It sounds fucking weird, but like when you have that that effect on the vocals, you can kind of barely tell what he's saying. It almost sounds like he's singing through a guitar pedal type shit. I fuck with it though. Shouts to Warish. You know what I mean? But we also got um, a little change of pace here. I think I played this dude on one of the episodes. My Dominican hermano Kirikuru got a new joint. Cualquiera te brega is the name of the song. And I think he's got a feature on here. It doesn't say what the other dude's, the other artist's name is, but I. I stumbled upon this song, I think, on Instagram, and I was definitely, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, she, it's a little bop right here, man. She, she, But this she. is Kirikuru, that's K-I-R-Y space C-U-R-U, with Cualquiera Te Brega, Buyaka. Cualquiera Te Brega, Cualquiera te brega en el sistema que estamos por ojo, he visto pana que adegrana un hermano. Hemos tenido bobo y estamos altos de arriesgarnos. Si no nos matamos ni nanina, no sale superano. Cualquiera te brega en el sistema que estamos por ojo, he visto pana que adegrana un hermano. Hemos tenido bobo y estamos altos de arriesgarnos. Si no nos matamos ni nanina, no sale superano. El sistema está pagante, esto no está para cualquiera. Cualquier menor te mete un tiro en una carretera. Esto no es dique que chuki ni de que, que tú eras. Tienes que entregar la vida o te mueres por la cartera. En mi barrio hay menores que son dolores de cabeza. Tú no le das trabajo y se enfoca en una pesa. Andan atracando a la gente, ellos no andan en esa. Otros no, otros tienen cueros que le mandan la remesa. En el barrio donde vivo, ni yo mismo me lo creo. Me gusta la movie con la policía, trae los dragueos. Cada 15 minutos un tiroteo y se vende la droga, bacanería sin pagar vaqueo. te brega en el sistema que estamos por ojo. He visto pana que adegrana a un hermano. Hemos tenido bobo y estamos altos de arriesgarnos. Si no nos matamos ni nanina, no sale superano. Cualquiera te brega en el sistema que estamos por ojo. He visto pana que adegrana a un hermano. Hemos tenido bobo y estamos altos de arriesgarnos. Si no nos matamos ni nanina, no sale superano. <risa> <laughs> yeah, man. Shouts to Kirikuru Dominicano. I'm saying, gotta support the fucking homeland music, man. That's definitely not traditional Dominican music. That's modern Dominican rap. But hey, man, we living in a modern fucking world, man. <laughs> I'm a, I'm just a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of Last but not least. God did. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Another One, DJ Khaled, just put out a new album uh, about a month ago. Fucking, as always, star-studded roster on the album. The features are crazy. Can't go through each one, naturally. But um, I'm going to go ahead and play one of the joints off his new album. The album's literally called God Did by DJ Khaled. I'm going to play These Streets Know My Name with an all-star, star-studded lineup on the features for this song. A bunch of the fucking OG reggae artists. Fucking Bounty Killer, Buju, Sizzla, Capleton. The fucking quadruple OGs, man. If you've ever heard a reggae song, chances are you heard some of these dudes right here, man. Bounty Killer damn near invented uh dance hall if I'm not mistaken him and fucking beanie man but hey man just enjoy the tunes man look at it fuck at it listen is the man that walking not in the coast yeah. of the ungodly now stand up to yeah, the ways of sinner great is job judgment yeah and greatly to be praised we the best music in the city of four time the mountain of his holiness sister another one DJ Alien bodies, I stay with the magic and do clear with the bodies and door of the talent. Never believe in us, study. That's why we roll it chapstick. Something long like a mapstick. Suit a drone in our practice. Expert suit at the mavericks. With the broom, them and brandies. Fire and atmis. Are we have the calish? I keep give them boy, they are not I be able them got sick. What are the weird for don't come? Everywhere. DJ Khaled bring the beat and I kill the beat. Can't film the wicks. Yeah, his side is in the lead. We know disbelief, I expensive feature. Some bitch, the boy smiling on that. Make me 
calculator. Boy, them three hard, I fear one of paper. Do my crimes on it, he's hiding a fear, investigator. Know my roots like cultivation. I love Jamaica, I fuck my gate and I pack the paper. Buy some shot to face on it, calculator. Be banned for the age of side, get the cash free, pal, Jay Shal. literally fucking grown man music i don't think anyone on that song is under 50 except for dj khaled and i mean i don't know he's got to be in his 40s probably but it's great to see people who have been around for a long time still doing it in music not just still being active you know what i mean but like still thriving it's always dope to see and inspiring you know what i'm saying i feel like all these dudes started in the 90s if not earlier it's fucking 2022 now, still putting out music. Got to applaud it, man. I believe that was it for new music. Of course, we got some music news. Big shout out to SZA on the cover of Time Magazine. I know we've played SZA on here before. Female R&B artist signed with TDE. So big shout out to SZA. I mean, that's not a music magazine. That's Time magazine. Like Time and People, that's just a little different than being on, you know, Rolling Stone, which would obviously still be dope, or Billboard, or XXL, or anything like that. Anything that's strictly music related. So making Time magazine is a big achievement, you know what I'm saying? Um, also big shout out to Sublime. Getting their own biopic, finally. I'm sure you know who Sublime is. Fucking punk slash reggae slash hip-hop band from the 90s. Uh, Long Beach, California. Literally, one of their songs is how Ruka got her name. Waiting for my Ruka. I don't know if... I doubt I've played that on here before. Let me go ahead and just play that for you guys. Um, just because... Sublime was such a big and influential band back in the 90s, and then their lead singer OD'd. But I feel like their influence is still felt today, you know what I mean? Not just in like skate and surf, but all around. So I feel like Sublime has huge influence. And even people who don't know their music are always rocking their t-shirts. They got that trippy-ass sun with like the mushrooms and skeletons in it and it's just, it's real artistic, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like they, I don't know, they're, they deserve a fucking biopic. <laughs> it's about goddamn time, you know what I mean? So yeah, this song, Waiting for My Ruka, is actually how my dog Ruka got her name off of their album, 40 Ounces to Freedom. Um, and the son that I'm referring to is actually the album cover if you want to check it out. But this is Sublime with Waiting for My Ruka. Punk rock changed our lives. To a party, 
a house party Full of people just rally around me and love She send a message of love She said I love up the way you move I love the way you rap Ramona please step back She's my Ruka I'm barely waiting for my Aina She, she, she Sad little throwback jam But yeah, they're getting a biopic so Shouts to them <laughs> Shouts to Sublime um, What else do we got? So Mariah Carey has become the first woman to sell over 70 million albums in the United States. The RIAA Awards announced that her 2005 album, The Emancipation of Mimi, is now certified seven times platinum, and its smash single, We Belong Together, written by Carey and her fellow ASCAP members, Jermaine Dupree, Seal, and John Tauston is six times platinum, along with other new certifications. With these accomplishments, her United States album sales reached 71 million, a claim that no other woman has made before Mariah. So big fucking shout out to Mariah Carey. I mean, she's gotta be one of the most, just like, I guess, accomplished singers ever, and <laughs> that fucking proves her right there, you know what I'm saying? But... I thought that was super dope. I feel like I can't remember a time where she wasn't around, you know? I mean, I was born in 1990. She's been popping since the 90s, so my entire life has consisted of her music, <laughs> more or less. And not just around Christmas time, you know what I'm saying? But hey, shouts to Mariah Carey. Also, big shout out to fucking Lizzo, man. Let me see if I can find this video real quick. So Lizzo made history. Um, she posted, The Library of Congress let me play their historic 200-year-old crystal flute on stage tonight. No one has ever heard what it sounds like. Now you do. And here's a little clip of them gifting this crystal flute to Lizzo to play on stage. I mean, they don't give it to her, obviously, but just the fact that she was given this artifact to make music with, I thought was super fire. Uh, hang on one sec. Shouts to Lizzo, you know what I'm saying? I just love her fucking positive ass attitude. And obviously that is a super historic. I don't know why it's significant. Old ass crystal flute from the 1800s, you know what I'm saying? But it looks like a fucking, it looks like something from Indiana Jones movie damn near. You know? Can you play the crystal flute? Me either. Shut the fuck up. Fuck out of here. Fuck out Also, big shout out to John Z. I know I played his music on here before. I saw he just proposed to his fiance on stage and she accepted the offer. You know what I mean? So, newly married man. Or newly engaged man. Big shout out to John Z. Felicidades. What else do we got for music? I feel like we got something... I also saw that Lil Wayne's daughter, I guess, is fucking rapping now. Regine Carter. I don't know. I literally just saw this video yesterday. Lil Wayne posted on his shit. So I don't know like how much music she has or how 
deep in the game she is per se, but she did this freestyle video with DJ Envy, and I mean, she definitely has bars. She's fucking Lil Wayne's daughter, so you wouldn't expect much less, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Regine Carter. <laughs> Go ahead and pull this little clip up real quick, but natural Lil Wayne wheezy fashion, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Regine Carter, give me 16. Young Carter, that's Miss Carter, best rapper alive, you know his daughter, <laughs> drip harder, that's a flood warning, mud flaps on the bands with no mud on them, your girl tapping, throw some ones on her, you know that little bitty bitch ain't hot dog, put some buns on her, I got bread, I throw crumbs on her, and if she really want the smoke, she gon' end up needing a lung donor, stop playing with me, I got your mans with me. I let you keep his belly full, I keep his bag empty. Smoking on some good good that my dad sent me. Smoking that my mama Bentley got her mad with me. Young Nene, all my homegirls slay slay. We go cray cray. I let that boy do what they say. I know that's right, and all I'm really about is that life. Just got my nails done, so don't blame me from dropping that mic. Regine Carter. Again, I don't know how long she's been rapping. I don't even know how old she is or anything like that. But that's Lil Wayne's daughter, so you know you're going to check her out. Got to hear them bars. She even references her dad twice in that 16, you know what I'm saying? So that's just dope. Keep it in the family. I guess that was for the BET Awards that recently aired. Um, But yeah, I thought that was super dope, man. So I know we've talked about this here before, about the court system using hip-hop and rap lyrics against these rappers, you know what I mean? Basically taking their lyrics in court and using it as evidence against them. So supposedly, California had just signed a bill banning the use of rap lyrics as evidence. It says, after unanimous approval in the Senate and Assembly... The California bill that aims to restrict the use of rap lyrics as evidence by prosecutors in criminal cases was signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on Friday. Killer Mike, Meek Mill, Too Short, Tyga, YG, E-40, Ty Dolla Sign, and Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason Jr. were among those who quote-unquote attended the virtual bill signing. So yeah, man. Huge round of applause for the state of California and Gavin Newsom, I guess. Uh, Hopefully other states start to kind of follow suit and do the same thing, you know, because like we've talked about in one of the early episodes, I don't remember which one, there so much music has kind of disturbing, morbid lyrics, even some of the most pleasant songs that you wouldn't even think of. Um, But it seems that, you know, they target hip-hop and rappers and, you know, like the beginning of that Bone Thugs fucking song. Uh, We're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we are against those thugs. Fucking shouts to Bone Thugs. (laughs) Got it with that prosecuting-ass bullshit, man. So, yeah, man, freedom of speech, goddamn America, bro. Fuck out of here. I think last but not least on music, man, rest in peace. To Coolio, if you're like me, your first introduction to Coolio was fucking the Keenan and Kel intro, you know what I mean, old Nickelodeon show back in the day, but he also, just in that whole 90s era, you know what I'm saying, was kind of his time, he was at, had that song, what was it, Gangster's Paradise? Yeah, I think most people know him by his hit single, from the heyday, Gangsta's Paradise, Coolio, man. Pay some homage right here. You want to tell me what this is all about? I 
take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying to chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light. So yeah, man. Rest in peace, Coolio. Hopefully he's in paradise now, joining Pac up at Thug's Mansion, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think that was it for music news. We got some other random news. KFC's making a fucking cereal, if you cared. They'll just make anything out of anything. They'll put any fucking flavor in any snack now, bro. But chicken, chicken, fried chicken flavored cereal. It's a little bonkers. I didn't really look all the way into it, but it's fucking nuts. I'm definitely not going to be eating that shit. Also, big shout out to Joe Biden. I know you didn't think you were going to hear that, did you? So finally, they're making some moves on this weed shit. Um, Not legalizing it per se, but... President Joe Biden is taking his first major steps towards decriminalizing marijuana, fulfilling a campaign pledge to erase prior federal possession convictions and beginning the process of loosening federal classification of the drug. Biden on Thursday will pardon all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession, a move that senior administration officials said would affect thousands of Americans. Sending people to prison for possessing marijuana has upended too many lives and incarcerated people for conduct that many states no longer prohibit, Biden said in a statement. Criminal records for marijuana possession have also imposed needless barriers to employment, housing, and educational opportunities. And while white and black and brown people use marijuana at similar rates, black and brown people have been arrested, prosecuted, and convicted at disproportionate rates. So yeah, man, again, big shout out to the administration. I say that here often. But finally, I mean, that is one of the things, if I remember correctly, that's one of the things that he was kind of promising during his whole fucking campaign what was that last year two years ago so you know it's only right it's only right that you do what you're gonna say as president of a country you know (laughs) but what else do we got here i guess just somewhat staying on political shit um desantis lo and behold pulled some fuck shit recently he basically tricked migrant workers into leaving let me pull up this video that i saw of um this is from a newscast up in martha's vineyard massachusetts hang on one second drive last night make it clear that they were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board the planes they were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived This was obviously a sadistic lie. Not only did those responsible for this stunt know that there was no housing and no employment awaiting the migrants, they also very intentionally chose not to call ahead to any single office authority on Martha's Vineyard so that even the most basic human needs arrangements could be made, ensuring that no help awaited the migrants at all was the entire point. They were provided with a cartoonishly simple map of Martha's Vineyard 
and the United States in a brief brochure containing snippets from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts website and instructions to change their address with USCIS when they relocated. This is especially troubling as anyone with even the most basic understanding of the immigration proceedings knows that USCIS was not the agency with whom the migrants would have to record their addresses and has nothing to do with their cases in any way. It is clear that this was an intentional attempt to ensure that these migrants were removed in absentia when they failed to change their address with the proper agency. This was a purposeful derailment designed to prevent people from complying with federal immigration policies. This is problematic because the state should not be interfering with federal immigration policy. Before they boarded the planes, the migrants were processed by agents of the Department of Homeland Security who listed falsified addresses on the migrants' paperwork. Agents apparently chose random homeless shelters all across the country from Washington to Florida to list the migrants' mailing addresses, even when told by the migrants that they had no address in the U.S. According to the paperwork provided to them, the migrants are required to check in with ICE office nearest to the fake address chosen for them by DHS or be permanently removed from the United States with some required to check in as early as this coming Monday. It could not be clearer that this is an attempt to ensure that these people are ordered removed even as they try as hard as they can to comply with the instructions provided to them. There is no other reason to list as someone's mailing address a homeless shelter in Tacoma, Washington, when they ship him to Massachusetts. It is sickeningly cruel throwing obstacles in the way of people fleeing violence and oppression, some of whom walked through 10 countries in the hopes of finding safety. It is shameful and inhuman. Many of these victims were deprived of medical care despite clear existing injuries. These are human beings who were deprived of basic human rights. Their demeanor is kind, their demeanor is grateful, and their demeanor is just that they want to be doing everything right. Their biggest concern today is that many of them have dates to appear in San Antonio Monday morning, Tacoma, Washington Monday morning, Washington, D.C. Monday morning. You tell me how that's possible. We will be exploring all civil and criminal legal options to hold the perpetrators accountable and to prevent this injustice from repeating itself. So, yeah. This fucking article says Florida paid roughly $32,604 for each one of the 48 migrants corralled by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis and tricked into believing they would be sent to a promised land of abundant jobs and government cash support. Instead, they were flown to Martha's Vineyard for maximum publicity all at the expense of Sunshine State taxpayers. The migrants, mainly Venezuelans, were not only pawns in Mr. DeSantis's political game, they were potentially defrauded. The governor and those who assisted him should face a reckoning, and they may in court. In Texas, Javier Salazar, the Democratic sheriff whose county includes San Antonio, where the migrants were duped into signing up for Mr. DeSantis's scheme, has opened a criminal investigation. Whether or not criminal charges ensue, details that have emerged about how the gambit unfolded could bolster a class action suit on the migrants' behalf against Mr. DeSantis and others. So yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck, dude? During Hispanic Heritage Month, nonetheless, which I forgot to say earlier, Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. But yeah, goddamn, bro. Like, this is the governor of the state that I live in, by the way. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I mean, I know one of my homies, I think his wife is Peruvian, and he was telling me one of her friends walked here from, it was either Peru or some country in South or Central America. But she walked all the way here to America. And, like, she lives in Miami now, I believe. But it's fucking insane, bro. And then they got to deal with this shit. Like, these fucking, you know, 
the ironic part is the same guy who's trying who claims that like he doesn't understand why people think white people are evil is literally further emphasizing like the quote unquote white evilness that immigrants think about when they come here type shit you know what i mean the whole trump desantis mindset i don't know if it's still called like the maga click anymore or whatever but you know what i mean that whole that crew you know it's fucking insane bro like that's so fucked up i mean that's that's not the american way i'm pretty sure i'm not a goddamn you know what i mean patriot expert or anything but it's fucked up man much love to those people i hope I hope everything works out, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if, like, they're holding them in jail cells right now. I don't know anything outside of what the article in the video said. But we'll keep tabs on that. Fuck DeSantis. So if you haven't heard, Disney's remaking the Little Mermaid movie, and they cast Halle Bailey to play Ariel, the main character slash mermaid, right? And if you don't know, Halle Bailey, I think it's Halle, not Haley. H-A-L-L-E, that's Halle, right? Halle Bailey, um, she is, her and her sister are musicians. They're signed with Beyonce, if I'm not mistaken. They they definitely have songs that you've heard. I can't name one off the top of my head, but it's kind of, it's like R&B, pop, I guess. Uh, I believe they produce, though, too. Like, they're super talented. I see fucking playing their guitar and shit. Um, but Halle Bailey is going to play Ariel and she's a black woman. So naturally people took offense to that because people are idiots. So, I mean, I don't really see why it's an issue. I mean, it's a mythical creature. Um, it's a fictional story. So who cares who plays what? You know what I mean? What's that fucking Paul Mooney clip? Uh, I'm going to play... There's this fucking clip on TikTok that I wanted to play because this is a milky white, like, cowboy sounding and looking dude who describes this shit, nails it on the head. Basically, like, if you're hating on this shit, you're just a fucking hater, dude. But I'm going to play this shit real quick and then I'm going to find that Paul Mooney clip. Hang on one sec. I think you and me ought to have a conversation about this. Well, folks, now we have it. Black elves, black dragon riders, and black mermaids to beat it all. And if you're thinking to yourself, I hate this, it's just not accurate, well, let me just say, these are fantasy creatures, made-up characters, and you're mad because they added a skin color. Well, it's just not accurate to the original story. You didn't have a problem when they changed Jesus' skin color in the original story, so why are you up in arms about it this time? You know, being upset that a television show diversified its characters isn't very, I don't see colors of you. Folks, I want to remind you that your words and feelings about this topic aren't just fueling the flames of systemic bigotry. But you're telling the black people in your life that they don't deserve representation. That by them simply existing alongside a white cast, the show has less value. And that is really, really hurtful. Much love. So yeah, shout out to Tate Hoskins. I thought he nailed that on the fucking head. But let me see if I can find this Paul Mooney clip, man. Because this shit kind of summarizes it too. Like, people play... uh, What's the other one? Fucking... I feel like people play other ethnicities and other races. Maybe not other races, but people play other ethnicities and shit way more than they should, to be honest with you. But let me see if I can find this shit. The Last Samurai centers around Tom Cruise, a Civil War veteran who goes to Japan and teaches the Emperor's troops how to fight. Mr. No, no. Another movie that I was offended by. The, I mean, Hollywood is crazy. The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He's the last samurai. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. That movie was offensive. I mean, Hollywood is crazy. First they had the Mexican with Brad Pitt, and now they've got The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Well, I've written the film. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll produce my film. The Last Nigga on Earth oh. starring Tom Hanks. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, like, I hadn't really thought about The Last Samurai one because I don't think I've even seen that movie. Granted, I haven't seen The Mexican either, but I I distinctly remember when they were advertising The Mexican when it first came out, and I was like, Brad fucking Pitt is playing The Mexican? I don't know if they worked that into the story somehow, but 
I'm pretty goddamn sure Brad Pitt is not Mexican. <laughs> but people seem to forget that, you know, Brad Pitt playing the Mexican and Tom Cruise playing a Japanese samurai are way different than a fucking mermaid that doesn't have a race to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the argument is here. It's a fictional character made up by Disney just because the cartoon version was a white-looking girl. I mean, we don't even know that. She had... uh, (laughs) Who fucking knows, man? If you really want to be biologically and anatomically correct, you want her to have gills, too, and scales and all that shit? Like, what are we arguing here? What (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about, man? Uh, But yeah, man, so... People had a problem with it. Fuck those people. Shouts to Halle Bailey. Hopefully she kills that shit. I know some of those Disney remakes have been dope. Other ones have been kind of eh. So we'll see. You know what I mean? I think I saw they're redoing Pinocchio too, which should be dope. Pinocchio was always kind of one that I was into. Uh, It kind of scared me a little bit. That whale scene and those fucking donkey kids were a little freaky, but I was a little kid. You know what I mean? I think I could get over it now. Grown ass man out here. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, I think that's going to wrap up episode 80 here of the Motherfucking K Podcast. Actually, real quick, before we exit, huge shout-out to the motherfucking Philadelphia Phillies, man. I know we've been lacking on the sports updates, and that's my apologies, mainly because I have not been super tuned into sports lately. But as you guys see on the thing behind me, sadly, I'm a Jags fan, also a Philadelphia Phillies fan. And they haven't been good in probably 10-some years now. So they just beat out the St. Louis Cardinals for the wild card spot. And now they are set to play the Braves, I believe. Game 1, Phillies versus the Braves, is October 11th. And then from there, you know, anything can happen. Uh, but hopefully they make it to the motherfucking World Series. We going to the shit, what? We going to the shit, what? <laughs> so yeah, man, shouts to the motherfucking Philly. And also, um, I learned while watching the game, because he's one of their players, but Albert Pujols, apparently he's retiring. This is his last season. He plays for the Cardinals, has for quite some time. I think he's been in the league since like the early 2000s. But apparently this is his last season, or I guess it was his last season since the Cardinals are out now. He's officially retired. So big shout-out to Albert Pujols, man. Legendary career. I mean, got to give him the flowers while they're here, man. But yeah, man. Appreciate you guys checking in like always, man. Hit the motherfucking email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Follow the socials, the Real K Podcast. And yeah, man, you know the vibes, man. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned, man. She, 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 she. But until next time, man, we are gonna get out of here. And I hope you take care of yourself, you know? I don't know if I say that enough. I'm always talking shit. Gotta show some love, man. Take care of yourself. Drink your water. Eat your fruits. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you call your grandmother. I mean, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) But yeah, man. Episode 80, K Podcast. Rook says peace. She's pissed. I ain't paying attention to her. She got a fucking bone. Fuck out of here, Rook. Fuck fuck, out of here. Come on. Good.
the case buggers, rap you don't have to go home, you just can't stay here, alright?